Hello and welcome to Hauntedly. I'm your host, Vanessa, and today we're heading down to the southernmost point in the U.S., Key West. There are a lot of stories about Key West that we could talk about, but today we're going to be taking a look into the story of Robert the Dull. I want to preface this episode with an admission. Uh, there are a few things you are very unlikely to hear on this podcast. Anything about Jack the Ripper is, like, not going to happen, because for whatever reason, I, I don't know why. Maybe it's because they never figured out who did it. Maybe it's because of what the murder... I don't know. Jack the Ripper just seriously freaks me out. So you are very unlikely to ever hear anything about Jack the Ripper, unless I decide to, like, you know, become masochistic and really just, like do something to scare myself. So that being said, you are not likely to see anything about Jack the Ripper, nothing about um, Lizzie Borden, mostly for that one, because every time you look up Lizzie Borden, you have to look at all the grisly photographs they took of the crime scene, and I just don't want to. So you're unlikely to hear about her, and you, I'm not a big fan of aliens. Uh, so, I mean, those will probably come up at some point, but it's not going to be at the top of my list. Also on that list of things was Robert the Doll. Robert the Doll, I find extremely creepy and gives me serious heebie-jeebies. But I decided to do it anyway, even though it was on the list of things I don't want to talk about. And I decided to just bite the bullet and talk about it anyway. It really, like, looking at pictures, and you, you obviously cannot research something without seeing pictures, if there are pictures to be had. Robert the Doll is no exception. Um, just looking at the pictures just really makes me uncomfortable. I, I'm not sure why, but it does. The stories about it are just downright scary. If you don't know, Robert the Doll is actually what Chucky was based on, so take that for what it is. I've never actually seen Chucky, but I've seen enough to know I don't want to watch it. Porcelain dolls, like, I find them creepy, but they're not normally so creepy that I am, like, really put off. But this one, it is. And just... To cover my bases, I would like to go on record now and say, Robert, if you're listening, I mean, do, no disrespect. I just want to share your story. Thank you. I'll explain why that's important later. Like I said, Robert the dog gives me the heebie-jeebies, and hopefully he will also give you the heebie-jeebies, because if I'm going to be freaked out, I should not be alone while you're listening to this podcast. He's pretty innocuous when you get right down to it and you're looking at it objectively. Um, but even... If you've never seen him before and you have no idea what it is, he, he's just a creepy looking doll. I will link photos. And all you have to do is type it into the internet and a photo of Robert the doll will come up. That's not an issue. But there are plenty of links in the show notes on the website to all the places I did research. And all of them have multiple pictures if you'd like to go look at it. In the meantime, however, let me describe him to you if you are unfamiliar with who he what he is. He's made by the Stief, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Stief Company of Germany, and it's an unusual size for one of their dolls, which indicates that it was either a custom order or more likely it was not intended to actually be a toy. The company believes that the impish features, as they're described, and the size of the doll indicate that Robert may actually have started life as a window display doll that was supposed to be a jester or something like that. He is 40 inches tall, so a little over three feet, made of cloth, stuffed with wood wool, and he has painted features. Now, some people say he's also stuffed, 
with straw. There's conflicting things on the internet. He's got painted features. His hair is blondish brown. It probably was brown and has faded a little. And those painted features are also beginning to fade a little bit, understandably, since he was made in 1904. He's wearing a sailor suit, which more than likely belonged to Gene Otto at one point, and has a pet stuffed dog. Robert's story begins pretty innocently. He was given to Eugene Robert Otto when he was four by either his grandfather after a trip to Germany or a Bahamian servant who worked for the family. Which one depends on who you're asking or where you're reading. Uh, we'll come back to that. Jean named the doll Robert and quickly became attached to him, taking the doll everywhere. This doll was with him all the time. But he began blaming anything that he did wrong on the doll. So it was, I knocked over the table. Oh, I didn't do it. Robert did it. At first, it was only occasionally. And then he began doing it all the time. Everything was Robert's fault. Some claim that it's this emotional energy which began Robert's paranormal abilities. Others say that the Bahamian servant gave him to Jean as a retaliation for being abused by her employers, and she used dark voodoo magic on it to get revenge. Either way, the doll was Jean's constant companion. He left it at home, packed it away, but made sure he knew where it was when he went to college, he got married, and then returned to his parents' house after he got married. When he came home, Robert was there waiting for him. Jean actually picked him up. He was an artist now, and he decided that Robert needed his own room. So he took Robert upstairs in the turret room of what is now called the artist house, which is where Jean liked to paint. Jean was an artist and a painter, and he decided that the turret room had the best light. So he put Robert where he positioned him, where he was sitting and looking out the window at the street below, and Robert was always there. School children who passed by their home claimed to see Robert move from window to window upstairs and avoided going to the house or going near the house. Even after Gene Otto's death in 1974, Robert was still there and still had a role to play. Myrtle Router purchased the house and Robert was part of that purchase. She took Robert with her when she moved out to another house in Key West several years later. Visitors to Myrtle's home would swear that they heard giggling and footsteps in the attic, and even that the doll's expression would change in accordance with whatever conversation was going on. Eventually, Myrtle said that Robert was moving from room to room in the house, and after 20 years, she donated the doll to the Fort East Martello Museum in Key West, and that's where he currently resides to this day. Visitors have flocked to see Robert. Everybody wants to see Robert. He probably has more people viewing him now than he's ever had before. Visitors come to the Fort East Martello Museum all the time, and their sole purpose in coming is to see Robert the doll. The museum, according to one of the curators, gets a couple of letters every day. Most are apologizing for slighting Robert and begging his forgiveness after disaster has struck them after they had visited a Summer requests for Robert to hex their enemies. So far, Robert has received over a thousand letters and the museum catalogs each one as it comes in. He also receives emails. 
has social media accounts, and the stories say that Robert has a sweet tooth, so people frequently leave him candy money, and occasionally the curators have said they've even found some joints, which is totally inappropriate. Do not take, they are not particularly thrilled with the candy either, but they're definitely not thrilled with drugs. So FYI, don't take things and leave them at the museum or mail them. They've also gotten candy in the mail, and for obvious reasons, the curators are being safe, so it gets thrown out. If all of this sounds far-fetched to you and you're like, it's a doll, like why would anyone be worried about this doll? It's interesting when you look at it, there are so many stories about Robert the doll that somewhere in there, there has to be a grain of truth. Some of the stories claim that Otto was I guess that it's most basic, Otto had an, what we would consider an unhealthy relationship with the doll. It went with him everywhere. Some say that he was scared of Robert and he kept him with him because he was terrified. There are stories that claim that when Jean was a child, he had gone to bed one night, his parents had put him to bed, Robert was at the end of his bed, and after they had tucked him in and left, they went downstairs and they heard the sound of furniture overturning in his room. When they came upstairs to see what was going on, Jean was huddled in his bed, crying profusely. There was furniture everywhere, tossed about, upended. Robert was still perched at the end of the bed, and Jean insisted, crying and pointing, that Robert is the one who had done it. They also said that they heard Jean playing upstairs and that he would be having conversations, and they just assumed, okay, cool, whatever, he's, you know, he's playing. Except that sometimes when he had those conversations, someone answered him, but in a different voice. And the only person in the room with Jean was Robert. After Jean died, visitors would say that they saw his facial expressions change. They would hear giggling and footsteps. And that didn't change once they put him in the museum. Uh, museum staff claimed to have seen his expression change. His hands and feet move or change positions. And a few even claim that Robert has been in his case when the museum closed, only for his case to be found empty in the middle of the night. Later on, he will reappear in his usual place, sometimes with feet that appear a little bit dirtier than they were when they started. Let me also add that in this museum, there are rules for interacting with Robert. And I have to say, at no point has anybody said, oh, just ignore the rules and do it. All the things have said, please follow the rules. I made this mistake and don't make the same mistake I did. So here are the rules if you visit and go to interact with Robert. Number one, always greet Robert and introduce yourself when you are meeting him. Number two, do not tap or knock on the glass case that Robert is encased in. Number three, do not make fun of Robert or his pet stuffed dog. Number four, never question Robert's power or taunt him. Number five, do not critique Robert's appearance or outfit. Number six, do not critique the letters pinned to the wall. Number seven, always ask for Robert's permission before taking a photo of him. Number eight, thank Robert when you are leaving the exhibition or the museum. The museum actually has video feed of letters of apology from around the world sent to Robert from visitors who disrespected him and didn't ask permission or made fun of him or otherwise upset and broke the rules. Some might say that's all coincidence that the things that happened later 
that, you know, it just, it just happened. But it does seem very strange for coincidence to strike quite so many times. So I have a few firsthand accounts of Robert and the things that have happened around Robert. The first one is from Fogelbar. In December, I went to Key West and visited the famous Robert the Doll. I was familiar with his history and etiquette for meeting him before going, so I was as respectful as possible and even brought him candy. Before we approached his room, I saw something moving in the glare of the glass display. When we went in the room, no one was there. I'm sorry. I'm going to pause right there because, of course, I'm reading this and I told you it freaked me out. And I'm sitting in the library parking lot to um, record this and something is like tapping on the side of my car there is nobody here because the library is not open it's a sunday um so that's that's weird okay we're gonna move on now anyway before we approached his room i saw something moving in the glare of the glass display when we went into the room no one was there and we couldn't explain what i saw i asked to take his photo and felt like i wasn't getting any bad vibes so i did take it my husband, being the skeptic he is, was somewhat joking about the whole thing, but I don't think he said anything disrespectful. We went back to our Airbnb the next day, and this place had a really creepy atmosphere. We had been staying there for over a month by that point, and several of our friends had eerie experiences, but nothing too crazy. We were in the house alone the first night back, and we heard noises in the empty laundry chute. Checked it, still completely empty. We went to bed, and I felt like something was off. After taking forever to fall asleep, I was woken up at around 2 a.m. to noises on the floor. I didn't open my eyes at first because my brain was trying to give a logical answer for why it sounded like someone was going through our suitcase in the middle of the night. I listened for at least a minute before opening my eyes to see a Victorian woman in a white dress standing by my husband's by side of the bed. Her face was covered by a white lace veil, but I knew at that moment that this was not a spirit, it was something else. I was frozen in fear and unable to move for a good 20 seconds before I started screaming and pushing my husband to wake him up. It faded into the wall in front of my eyes. By the time my husband fully woke up and realized something was wrong, I was shaking and hyperventilating. I had never seen an entity before. I smudged the entire house, which was a mansion, so that shit took forever. And while I was ringing the bells to chase evil out, the door to our bedroom slammed in my face as I approached it. Our friends came back that night and we didn't have any more experiences. Do you think this was Robert? I feel like it wasn't, but it could have been related. I already felt weird about the house before we went, and maybe I just opened myself up to too much to interact with the paranormal. Two weeks later, we went to Vegas and went through Zach Bagan's Haunted Museum, which had lots of equally famous haunted dolls. That night in the hotel room, our sink faucet turned on by itself. You have to physically turn the knob to get water to come out, and we heard it turning before the water started. We tried and couldn't debunk it. No more experiences since, though, and it was by pure coincidence that we saw so many haunted dolls in one month. It definitely wasn't planned. It, it does sound kind of like maybe not necessarily Robert for this one, but um, definitely maybe visiting Robert. You opened yourself up to seeing more things. That would be creepy, and that's a lot of haunted dolls in one place. So I'm impressed because I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I ever visit Key West that I really want to go. Maybe that's a mystery. I just don't need to 
solve. I, I don't need to go see that. I think it would just freak me out too much. The second story is from Dunmifsis. Me, my wife, and son took a trip to Key West, driving down from Orlando. During our visit, we heard about Robert, so we made a visit to the museum on our way out of town. My wife is very superstitious and was really nervous when we got to the Robert exhibit. I was teasing her, and I guess that I pissed Robert off. When we went to leave, our car wouldn't start. This was a luxury car, bought new, and was less than a year old, so I was really taken aback. My wife was freaking out. AAA arrives and tests the battery. It's dead. He goes to remove it, and the battery connectors just crumble because they're so corroded. The technician says he's never seen connectors that bad. He went to work on the car, and I went back into the museum to apologize to Robert. The museum staff weren't surprised at all about the situation. Happens all the time, they said. If, if there's a car that's going to have an issue, I am usually the one driving it. So I this is like my worst nightmare is to go somewhere and see something like that. And then I can't leave because I was bad. There's been a lot of stories of the car not starting when people got out or they got into a car accident or something went wrong with the car later after they got home. So in general, just, you know, be nice to Robert because otherwise he's going to kill your car and that's a problem. Transportation is important. I also went online and I looked at TripAdvisor because you wouldn't think about it, but when people write reviews of places, a lot of times they'll mention things like this. And I figured since the museum is known for Robert the Doll, people might put it. And I have to say, before I read a couple of pieces of reviews that I found, if you go on TripAdvisor and go to the museum's page and then go to the reviews and search for Robert the Doll, you will get tons, tons of people writing quote-unquote reviews that just say, Robert, I'm so sorry I looked at you. Robert, I'm so sorry I looked at you. Forgive me. Robert, I meant no disrespect. I'm sorry I looked at you. So I don't know where this thing about Robert the doll and you now you can't look at him on the internet either. It used to be just in person, but now you're not supposed to look at a picture of him on the internet, I guess. So I'm just going to issue a blanket. Uh, I'm sorry, Robert. Thank you for letting me look at you. The one in person makes way more sense to me. Anyway, um, there were a few reviews on, on TripAdvisor that I found that I thought I would read you some pieces of because they had some inf interesting things to say about Robert the Doll and things that happened. The first one, um, it said a podcast led us to visit this museum at noontime. The curator of the museum gave us a piece of unusual advice to seek permission from Robert the Doll before taking any pictures. I'm a skeptic. Interestingly, though, my new GoPro screen stopped responding or froze as I entered the room where it is displayed. It was a brand new device and I had to turn it off and sought permission and then turned it on to take the video. We couldn't stay there for long and the place gave us more of an uncomfortable feeling with just us to explore the entire fort. We cut short our visit, but I would strongly recommend visiting the museum and to meet the doll. This is another one. I picked this one because um, one of the reports from many people is that cell phones stop working, cameras glitch out. It'll say that the batteries are drained on many different devices. And then once they leave the room where Robert is, everything works fine. Food for thought. Uh, the other one, this is not the whole review. Um, this is just a portion of it. It said, 
When I came to visit Robert the doll, I instantly felt an odd presence in the gallery, even though I had entered alone. Upon inspection, the doll was made in a very unique fashion, and while I never saw a change in his expression, it definitely did seem as if he were somewhat amused with all of this scrutiny. However, as I walked past the doll to turn around to view him at a different angle, I did feel as if something rubbed down my back, almost like a stick or some other foreign object. Chalking it up to an overactive imagination, I left Robert in peace. Later that day, curiosity set in, and I began to peruse Fort East Martello's site for more information on Robert the doll. As I read, something literally seemed to jump off the screen. It was reported that someone once felt something like a metal bar running down their back while in the doll's presence. This was very close to my experience as well. Whether you visit Robert the doll and see his expression turn to a frown, or you merely meander about the fort taking in its role in Civil War history, a visit should definitely be on your list. Whatever you believe, it would seem that something is afoot in Key West. There are lots of stories online. I tried to pick some good ones. If I find any other interesting ones, I will post links to them on the Facebook site. But if you'd like to be creeped out, go look at a picture and read some stories. There's so many things, and there are tons, and I do mean tons. I think every paranormal investigation TV show has been to see Robert the Doll at some point or another. So you can literally go search any of your favorites and find them. I think Ghost Adventures went. We all know how that went because it's Zach Baggins. I'm sure that, you know, somebody was possessed and he screamed at them. Um, but you can go find if you want to watch a video and there's all the kinds of recreations of his history and everything. So I, I just tried to hit the highlights. I hope you enjoyed it. And for my part, I'll just go ahead and say one more time, I'm sorry, Robert, for looking at your photo and talking about you without your permission. Can't hurt to be too careful. If you've seen Robert and want to email me about it, you can do that at hauntedlypodcast at gmail.com. I also have a Facebook group now for Hauntedly, and it's called Hauntedly Paranormal, if you search for it. Um, so please join us on there. If I have extra content and things and you just want to discuss spooky things, that would be the place to do it. If you're interested, you can also get extra content as well as early access over at my Patreon page. I have two tiers, $2 and $5. And I'm currently saving my Patreon money and any extra money, which there is not a lot of because of disasters at my house, uh, to get some new equipment for the podcast, mostly a new microphone and a little like sound booth. There's like a tabletop sound booth thing that's like 30 bucks that I think would work well. Um, so that maybe I don't have to go sit in my car with the AC off like it is now and it's 95 degrees outside. So it's hot and I'm going to be able to do this a lot better on the inside of my house. I'm also on Instagram at uh, hauntedly underscore podcast. And you can reach out through any of those places. I am always happy to hear from people who listen. And be sure to share with friends, family, people you work with, anybody you think might enjoy a paranormal podcast, because that is always the best way to help any podcast you like grow. And on that note, in the meantime, remember, if one door opens when another door closes, your house is probably haunted. Bye!